Just like that. Okay. Right, now, Evie, you... I'm sorry, you're getting all tangled. Lay down. Good girl. Now give me that. Right. Professional introduction then. Welcome to Alcoholics Talk Bad Murders. <laughs> we're not alcoholics, we're parents. There's an important distinction. It's much less fun. Well, we're a little bit late this week because we were away the weekend. And I haven't even written this in my notebook that I normally write our, my notes in for our podcast. I've had to just do it on some scrap paper and finished it about 15 minutes before we started recording this. Um, but yeah, we were away the weekend, hence this is a little bit later. So um, I'm not sorry. I had a great time. Are you ready for your bedtime story? I okay. I'm born ready. That wasn't an I as in yes. That was the start of my sentence. Oh, like a Y E. It wasn't an I. No, it was a I am. Okay. <sighs> this is a bit of a. It's quite a famous one, but I don't think you'll have heard of it. This is not a musical podcast. <laughs> oh, hang on. Let me see if I can. Shall we do the story? What, Sandra Bullock in thingy? Shall we do the story? Right. Okay. So, um, Dali Rutia, this is the person I'm going to be discussing. So, 6th of June, 1996, half two in the morning, there is a 911 call from Rowlett, Rowlett in Texas. I don't know. Okay. Um, Dali says that her home has been broken into. Her The person that broke into the home stabbed her six-year-old son, Devon, and her five-year-old son, Damon. And then they cut her throat. The police arrive in like three minutes because that's bad. Um... They see that the window screen in the garage has been cut, so possibly someone could have entered from there. They search the house and the garden and they find nobody. So, how did this happen? Um, Dali tells police that she had fallen asleep on the sofa with her two boys watching TV. She woke up and she saw some unknown man in her house. And as she approached him, he dropped the knife in the utility room and ran off. Um, she picked up the knife and chased him away. Um, uh, I think I have heard this one. Oh, have you? Okay. So, um, she realises that her and the boys have been wounded and calls 911. The police find it suspicious that she slept through the attack on the boys. Um, she says to the police that the intruder escaped out of the garage Um However, there's no blood drops in the garage and there's no sign of anyone running through there. The windowsill in the garage is covered in undisturbed dust, including the window that was cut. Um, I don't know what it means by cut. I couldn't figure out anything on that, but yeah. The flower beds on the other side of the um, window were undisturbed, 
but there was an unknown fingerprint on that windowsill that didn't belong to anyone in the family. So, 75 yards away from the house, there is a bloody sock that is found um, with both of the boys' blood on it. Um, both of the boys' injuries were fatal and they both died. Her wounds were superficial. Um, the knife wound on her neck was two millimetres away from her cartoid artery which I could be wrong, but I think it's the one that sends all the blood to your brain. If it's on the neck, possibly. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't. I think you're grossly overestimating my anatomical knowledge that I should have because okay. of my sports science course, but I don't know. Okay. I could be totally wrong, but never mind. So um, she was treated at hospital and released two days later, so she wasn't too bad. Um However, seven-month-old Drake and her husband, Darren, were asleep upstairs, which can I just point out, that means the family is Dali, Devon, Damon, Drake and Darren. Like, there's other <laughs> letters. <laughs> there is other letters in the alphabet. I don't think there is, Andrea. Like, why would you do that to yourself? That's so confusing. I think you're lying. Did you ever get called, like, a million names by your mum when you were a kid? No, my nan used to. Did your nan go, like... She used to cycle through the family. Yeah, like, oh, Aaron, Luke, Nina, Ben. Yeah. Was it like that? Yeah. Yvette. Yeah. <laughs> Yvette, you got, you got called Yvette. Yvette, Michelle. <laughs> Mary, which is her own name. <laughs> oh. No, she, it was, she, to be fair, she used to just do the boys' names. Oh. So, but like, Aaron, Rob, <laughs> Aaron, Robert, Luke, Ben. By that point, she weren't even mad at me anymore. She was just <laughs> laughing at herself, bless her. Why do people do that? Because my mum says she remembers being called all the time Christine Jane Leslie. And I was always... No, to be fair, it was awesome. But, oh, Andrew Alicia Miles. Like, it was always just one of you. <laughs> Why do families do that? What is, like... I mean, it's hard enough. Pick fucking different names for your children. Jesus. That was the point you were coming to. That's the point I'm coming to. Like, why would you call all of your kids' names like the same? Too confusing. Maybe you could say you could shout them by initial. Do you know what I mean? Oi, D. (laughs) Your name starts with D, get down here. (laughs) And then you're just like, not you. (laughs) Because it was always really annoying when the post used to come to our house and both me and my sister were Miss A R. So which one's that for? Which is really annoying. Stupid. So as a result of that, What do you mean? You named Aurora. <laughs> oh, yeah. But no, Mind at least that would be Miss and Mrs. Yeah, although sometimes I get Miss A. Wilson. And I'm like, look, I didn't pay her however much to be a Miss still. Rude. <laughs> it's like with bank as well, isn't it? Like, Yeah, it's always stupid stuff like that. Like, get it right. But, yeah. That's one demerit to you, Darley and Darren for calling your kids stupid names. Right. So eight days after the murders, this is this might be where you know this story from. It would have been Devon's seventh birthday, and the family all go to celebrate at his graveside. Have you seen the video? Oh yeah, and they're like partying <laughs> rather than Oh my like god, you know this. Morning. Yeah. Okay, so do you remember what she does to the grave? 
No. She sprays silly string all over it. Right. There's like a really famous video of her getting like laughing, spraying silly string all over her son's grave. Um they're all laughing and smiling. Um however the family said that the news reporters didn't show the solemn part of the ceremony that they had before that, only the laughing and the partying. Which I don't we've spoken about this before. Mm-hmm. And I did say I could understand that because I mean, you were Aaron's funeral with me. Yeah. For the sake of our listeners, that's my cousin who um, unfortunately passed away a few years ago. Um, and most of that day, you wouldn't have was known. Was lovely, wasn't was a, it? Yeah, but you wouldn't have known it was a funeral. No. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you're just passing and you've seen loads of Liverpool fans in the garden, yeah, in the beer garden. in the beer garden. Do you know what I mean? All having a laugh and a, and, and drinking and doing Jaeger bombs and stuff. Like, you wouldn't have ever thought that. I mean, apart yeah. from the fact that everybody there had a, a red or a Liverpool top on of some description. Yeah. But you wouldn't know. like, So it would be easy to misrepresent that. Yeah. And we know the media likes to do that. But they also, do. we know. That, mm. I mean, I think I know where you're going with this story anyway. So. Because, yeah, like you said about that day, it as, as horrific as it is and it's awful to have to go to someone's funeral, it was a lovely day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, Four days later, Dali is charged with capital murder. Um, Her response to the Silly String video was, he wanted to be seven. I did the only thing I knew to do to honour him and give him all his wishes because he wasn't here anymore. But how do you know what you're going to do when you lose two children? How do you know how you're going to act? Which... Yeah, I mean, I can understand that. That's unless you're McCann's. I'm sorry, like that's for another episode. But you don't fucking <laughs> smile and have people hand you flowers days after your child's been supposedly abducted. And also, if your child has supposedly been abducted, cooperate with the police. Mm-hmm. Answer those damn questions, Kate. Be what back. are you hiding, bitch? <laughs> I don't know, are we allowed to do that? That's like slander, isn't it? Oh, they might have us for that because they shut down anyone who says anything about them. Yeah. We're going to have, like, the fucking FBI knocking on our door. So, for the sake of balance, you had every legal right, Kate, not to answer those questions. You Yeah. Good job. Well done. You know, if it comes out in years' time that she's been kidnapped by, like, a fritzel, like, and been just held captive for 40 years, then we are bad people. Oh, we, we film an hour-long apology in, in video yeah. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> just makes me think of, what, John, like, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, when they were like, No, nothing we like are that. sorry. Like, Faze Jarvis. You know, when he's just crying like a bitch. <laughs> no, who's the that? that the, the fucking YouTuber that um, cheated on Fortnite. <laughs> The one that Harrison oh, talked about I about 47 you... times a day. I thought you meant the guy that was like, leave Britney alone. <laughs> uh, okay, no, someone completely different. Yeah, he fucked his own cousin. Oh. That leave Britney alone guy. Yeah, just so you know. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> That's grim. Well, um, there you go, That's what it is. That's the thing. I feel like I need to look that guy up now and find out why. Like, what, what's the story? Well, there? I don't know if it was just like it weren't really his cousin, 
and he was just doing it for controversy to get his fuck. Do you know what I mean? Because he was kind of already viral at that point. Maybe he wanted to take the concentration off the fact that everybody just took the piss out of him all the time. Oh, but you know what? Whilst we're on that subject, fucking yeah, li- poor Britney. Like right now. Right now. Free Britney. She in prison. Free, free Britney. No. Oh my god! How do you know about this? Yeah. Her dad is still like legally responsible for all of her finances and her decisions that she makes in her life. Sounds like it might be for the best. Yeah, years ago, but not now. Okay, we'll, we'll have this question later. Okay. Um, Showtime. Free Britney. So, um, Dali goes to trial. She goes to court and the prosecutors try to say that she killed her sons for financial reasons because she had a lot of debt and wanted some kind of lavish lifestyle she wanted to upkeep. Um, and the jurors were shown that silly string video, which oh, I don't know if that's really cool because I feel like they're chopping and choosing parts to show them there. Um, and the crime scene investigator said that the house was staged. Um, both of the boys had insurance policies on them. Like, I didn't even realise you could do that with your kids. Why would you need to insure your kids? I don't know. I guess it's a different kettle of fish with America, isn't it? Because you've got to like, have health insurance as well, haven't you, anyway? What, because there's just more risk of your child, like, No, as in, dying like, they don't something. have an NHS, do they? No. So you've got to have, like, private insurance, and I guess it covers death anyway. Oh. Well, um, clearly kids aren't valued over there, because the defence said, hang on a minute, their um, insurance payout was only 10 grand. That doesn't even cover the cost of their funeral expenses. So why would she do that? Um, why wouldn't she kill a husband who had an $800,000 life insurance policy on him? Like, on a lavish lifestyle. Wrong person to kill, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and why would she leave the baby alive? If she wanted some kind of lavish lifestyle, I mean, one thing to, like, cramp a lavish lifestyle. It's got to be a seven-month-old baby, surely. So that sort of went in her favour. Um, however, the defence said there is no motive, no confession, and there's no witnesses. Uh, and the, the wound on her neck that was two millimetres away from that artery was not like other self-inflicted wounds that the defence had seen before. Um, it was the doctors who said to police that they were self-inflicted injuries. Um, and... The, however, the prosecution said that the blood on the back of her nightshirt were as if she was lifting up the knife, getting blood on the back of her shirt and stabbing like the children repeatedly. So she was like flicking the knife back above her head and blood splatters were like going on the back of her nightshirt, which that's a grim thought. Um, the bloody sock that was found however many yards away from the home um they said she couldn't have placed that there because Damon was still alive when paramedics arrived at the house. He could have only survived for eight minutes after his injuries. And she was on the phone to the 911 operator for six minutes. So there wasn't enough time to stage that scene, plant the sock outside and get back before the paramedics arrived. Um, and despite her injuries, none of her blood was in the garage or outside the home. So she couldn't have run out and put the sock out there. But the prosecution said she could have planted that sock before 
and the times are just an estimation. Like we don't really know spot on how long he would have died and and yeah. all that. Um. So. It gets to February the fourth, ninety seven, and she is convicted um, of murder, and she is sentenced to death by lethal injection. Um, it's not happened yet because in two thousand and eight. There's been a lot of appeals and um, in 2008 they were granted new DNA testing um, because I guess science is like always changing. Um, and by 2014, they said that further DNA testing is vital to this defence, including a bloody fingerprint in the house. And in 2018, the criminal district court ordered a third round of DNA testing. So this is like although she's been locked up she's this is still did she didn't she do it kind of thing they're still trying to appeal it um into back in 2011 her husband filed for divorce he said the decision was mutual and very difficult they felt like they were in limbo um and he believed that she was innocent so i guess he kind of felt like he was just waiting around for like not much um, and the latest that I've managed to find in last year, she was interviewed. She's been on death row for 22, so 23 years now. There is no execution date in place because they're still doing DNA testing, um, that could warrant a new trial. And her ex-husband says, I didn't divorce her because I don't believe her. I did so I could move on. I love her and I always will. He believes she's still innocent. And when they spoke to her she said even if i'm exonerated there's no winning for me because nobody can give them back to me so which is more like the kind of reaction you should have mm. had before spraying silly string all over your fucking yeah and i mean yeah that's really the story of dali Rutia. i honestly don't know i i sort of think that she did do it and then I saw videos of her where she's like playing with her kids on the beach and she's like sort of like giving them, uh, you know, you do like do Eskimo kisses with your kids, like rub noses. Yeah. And she's playing with them and she's really affectionate with them. And then I also think, hang on a minute, Ted Bundy also worked on a suicide hotline and he was still a cunt. Yeah. It's, um. So I really don't know what to think. I can, like, the prosecution argument of oh well they could have planted it and the time is just an estimation is probably a lot fucking weaker mm. than the defense's argument i can understand the question marks and in her mugshot she does look really cut up she does look upset she's visibly upset which another one in the uk we've never seen you look visibly upset hey um right. She might have had a long, tiring day. Of playing tennis rather than looking for her daughter. For the interest of balance. <laughs> okay. Okay. But, and and the interview of her now, uh, when she's been in prison for so long, like, she's still crying. But I just, I really don't know. I cannot confidently say whether I believe her or not. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know what to believe on it's it. It's so difficult, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Which I guess is why, like, you and me have both always said that we're not really big on death penalty. Yeah. I, I've I've always been a very, very strong thing about not having the death penalty because mm. if 
someone if you do get it wrong like for example how long did that guy out of making a murderer get like in his first sentence like, oh 22 God, years yeah it's not ridiculous like 20 years yeah yeah then yeah. like what the what are they you know like if they'd given 20 years say for example they'd found him guilty on the second time they probably would have given him death mm-hmm. and all it took was that one little hair um for when DNA tests improved, when they figured out what DNA was, later on in life to be like, no, it's not you that did it and that cleared him. But then we also don't know that he's innocent of the second murder, to be fair. I think he is. But, again, another story. I, I don't know. This one really bugs me. I'd like to think she's innocent. But the yeah. fact that they I can't like find... I she wasn't, purely because of the fact that she spent 22 years on death yeah. row for it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's a, it is a whole life sentence. So... I also, the one thing that gets me is I... Hang on, let me read. Um, Where is it? So, the... I'm looking. So, he dropped the knife in the utility room and ran off. She picked up the knife and chased him away. The first thought going through my head would be, do not touch that knife. That is a that is a fucking part of the crime scene. That's different for you, though. I would it? not have touched it. It's different for you. Unless he was physically coming you at me with the knife so and I was trying to wrestle. You and stuff like that. Like, you'd obviously na- like think that way now, but it's not always that easy in the heat of the moment. If If I had seen somebody stab one of the kids and I had or both of the kids and I had the facility to grab that knife and go after them I think like, they'd be like a primal uh, like instinct just, that would just kick yeah, in yeah like seeing red like, light gonna kill yeah, him yeah 100% yeah, like, okay. like it's a, a different story but from that when I was at that football match mm. and you know like there was a, a shooting and a stabbing involved and we'll go into that story on another time it can be our little. It can be our we'll it, do a podcast. It can. That is. <laughs> we'll our... do an episode. Yeah. Okay. Um, actual fact. I <gasps> Where you tell me a story. Yeah, it's an ongoing case though. I think so. Maybe I shouldn't. Okay. But okay. Um. Without going into too many specifics. Uh-huh. If they'd have dropped that gun at that point, would you have picked it up? I I reckon so. I was that scared and that angry. Like, I mean, to be fair, I was far too far away to, to possibly contemplate picking up a gun at that point because, like, I mean, one, they didn't drop it. Um, <laughs> and two, you hear a gunshot, you fucking, you fucking run. run. You, I think I would have actually pooed myself. My first thought was, oh, fuck, I need to get out of it. I've got kids. But if that was happening to my kids, yeah, like, I could only go by the anger that I felt when somebody... That I got in a fight with said that he hoped my kid get killed by a drink driver. If somebody had actually done anything to my kids, I can't begin to explain the amount of rage that mm. I that I've I'd have felt in that situation. My, I remember my dad said to me years ago that he is not a violent person, and for anyone who doesn't know, I constantly take the piss and call my dad McLovin because he literally is the spitting image of, of McLovin from Superbad, and he's. Sorry, Colin. Like, his name was... His nickname at... You don't want to listen to this, it's fine. It's fine. His nickname at college was Flash because he was such a geek. Like, he's literally got cards from one of his best friends years ago when he was, like, younger at college and it says, to Flash. 
and he loves Star Trek and he used to go train spotting and he's just really sweet and placid and there's not a angry bone in his body really um but even he has said to me before like if it came down to someone hurting my kids um i reckon i could kill someone and i guess you would for your kids you just but then um, i don't know i i really 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 want to think that she didn't do it but i'm struggling a bit also when they say like oh how come you slept through your two kids being stabbed well there was also another parent and a baby upstairs that didn't wake up through it so maybe it's possible that someone did break into the house and you just slept through it yeah like that's a possibility yeah i mean not like getting stabbed but you slept you've been asleep on the couch sometimes and the kids are like oh screaming i don't wake up and running anything. around no, and yeah. fucking you know, screaming bloody murder and stuff like that in the house. And it's like, well... Where was it you'd gone when I woke up one morning? And it must have been about half nine, ten, like a Sunday morning. Where am I always at half nine, ten o'clock? No, Sunday maybe morning? it wasn't a Sunday then. And I came downstairs and was like, damn, this house is quiet. And I like went outside and rolled a fag and just sat having a fag that morning and was like, where the fuck is everyone? And you'd all gone out. And you were like, oh, I love that your first thought was go and have a fag, not go and check where the kids are. <laughs> I don't know where you were. Maybe you'd just taken them out. But I had absolutely no panic level at all. I was very calm. You just, you, you wouldn't, in that situation, just naturally assume the worst, though, would you? That's the thing. Well, no, because you weren't there. I just assumed you'd taken them out. I don't know, it's very difficult, but then there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot of cold cases where people just haven't found out who killed someone, so who's to say? But I do find it, it's very, very unlikely, it's rare when someone just breaks into a house to, what, kill a few kids? I mean, we think back to BTK and he killed the whole family. He wouldn't leave anyone alive, they're witnesses. Yeah, and you think if anything, you'd leave, you'd be more likely to leave the kids. Yeah, they're going to be like less reliable witnesses, aren't they? In fact, didn't one of them say like because the child was younger, he was a less reliable witness on BTK? Well, it's like as well as that, like in you know, like in court cases about where the child wants to live, they can't even make their own decision on that no. until they're like thirteen yeah. or something, because the court doesn't rely, you know, consider their opinion valid like over the yeah. But imagine being 12 and being like, oh, I hate my mum, I want to go live with my dad. And like, court going, yeah, well, and you don't know what you're on about. Mm. Okay, if you had to put money on it, what do you think? Guilty or innocent? I really don't know. Really? I suspect guilty. Yeah? Yeah. Although, like, I just... Duh. Maybe she doesn't remember it. Maybe she like blacked out or something. Mm. Um. So difficult, isn't it? Yeah. I just I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. I, I I did honestly yeah, think I, I thought she was guilty for a long time, and it was only when I saw the interview with her. I I think the silly string video. I think that was the like deciding factor. I do think that played a big part in it. 
And it wasn't until I saw her interview uh, earlier today when I found it of her like last year. And she's still in tears about it, which is one thing that pisses me off about the McCann's. You never see them crying. Um, I mean, have you ever seen like Jamie Bolger's mum interviewed on TV? Yeah, bless her. And she is still in tears about that. And that was 20, 30 years ago. So the fact that she's still... Either she's a very, very good liar or she's innocent. Because she was visibly upset and crying. And her husband was dead on like, no, Just I clear, love we're her. Just to not about Jamie anymore, we're talking about. Oh, yeah, no, no, back to this couple. Although Jamie Bolg was a good one. Not a good one. It's awful, it's horrific. But that is a, a really good debatable one. It like, is the what worst... The possible situation it really is like i just mm. the it, it is the worst of any given worst case scenario you could ever possibly begin to imagine what jamie bolger or the fact that she could have killed her kids this woman no jamie bolger like, oh yeah just, yeah you know when you're like at the park and you look up and you can't quite see your kids immediately yeah and you're like like if you're at the soft play mm-hmm Especially at the South Bay, because obviously there's a, pot, a potential for that to happen where it could actually be your kid. Like, oh my God. Yeah. That moment is just fucking heart-wrenching. It's awful, isn't it? It's absolutely mm. like... And you do instantly, as a parent, you have a tendency to just go straight to the first worst possible case scenario, don't you? Were you there when we took the kids to that museum? I can't... Was it the... Oh, God. I feel like no. Some sort of science museum. Unless it was... Unless it was us that took them. No, if you no, went with you your parents, then I think no. I went with my parents. And um, Harrison was probably only five or six at the time. And he was walking back from the toilets, probably like a couple of metres away. And I saw somebody in a black coat just pick him up and Harrison screamed. And this person sort of turned around and was running off. And I, my heart has never jumped out of my chest so bad. It was fucking horrible and i ran over it was my dad he picked harrison up and was tickling him and pretending to run off with him and even like both me and my mom were like oh my god you freaking idiot why would you do that and harrison obviously being over dramatic like he is was just get off me um, oh my god i was so scared because i genuinely it just looked like some stranger picked him up and all i could see was just him kicking amongst all the people walking past oh my god absolutely solidly knocked him out at that point i don't care fucking judo whatever else he did i would have fucking i'd have headbutted you, your dad at that point if because yeah just, again you know you go to that uh, mm. something's happening to my kids and then yeah you, I, I you, you react terrified. first and think later didn't you yeah oh, I don't know. but i mean i can i can understand her argument and i can understand the point of silly string I really can. Oh, I don't know. I struggle with that. I do struggle with that. I feel like. I, I feel mean, like right, if... there was no, there was no suspicion mm-hmm. on, like, in terms of the circumstances of Aaron's death. But when we're talking about like the funeral and the way that it was and everything like that, and the fact that it wasn't, you know, it was it was a celebration of his life. Yeah. And much in the same way that it was a celebration of. Um. It's a celebration of these kids' lives when she's doing silly string and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? It's. I do you know what? If this was your family and this was someone's children that that died, 
I can absolutely see your auntie Bev being like, um, is this really appropriate? I feel like somebody from the family should have been like, um, <laughs> look, no. <laughs> I just, that bugs me. It does bug me a bit. And I get how that would sway the jury because, I mean, I mean, you'd go, like, you remember um, the Philpots who tried to burn the house down and ended up killing the kids. Mm-hmm. And they brought out all those tiny little white coffins and... Like, I remember one of them had, like, a picture of, I don't know, was it a Nintendo DS and Princess Peach or something? And it had all the kids' favourite things. That's fine. Like, kids are all into slime nowadays, but would you be chucking slime over their grave? Probably not. No. You know, I... I don't know. I... I want to say 51% she did, 49% she didn't. It's literally that close. I really, I couldn't tell. It's a very hard one, isn't it? It is. It's um. So it's, it's a really tricky one to talk about. Mm. If I'm perfectly honest, because it's such a. There's so many what ifs and maybe's. There's so many potential. Yeah, that could have happened or that didn't happen, sort of thing. Mm. Um, I have to show you the video after we finished of her like spraying the silly string because it's like a really famous thing that was on the news. I've definitely seen about it before. Yeah. Because mm. I knew where you were going when you said about picking up the knife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Initially, I thought, yeah, yeah, likely fucking story. Mm. Yeah. But actually, you can, you know, I've just, I've made a case for that. You can see yeah. that happening. Yeah. Quite easily, you can see that happening. Mm. Yeah, I'd never thought about it from that perspective, to be fair, like that whole anger thing. I 100%. would have thought of it as just like... It's a different circumstance, but when, like, for the, for the benefit of the listeners again, it, I got into a fight um, during the England World Cup year 2018 um, with a guy who had been arguing with me on Facebook about a footballer, an ex-footballer who had passed away. And the ex-footballer in question had been done a long, long, long time ago for drink driving. And he turned his life around and everything like that. And everyone was kind of, he'd become a pundit and he was quite a popular pundit. And, you know, everybody always appreciated his analysis. And, you know, he was just one of those, one of those sorts of people that was really well respected. And, and when he passed, as as you do get on, when a lot of celebrities pass, there was a, a period of, uh, you know, public sharing of grief and stuff like that. And one of my friends had shared something, you know, like a little like RIP to him. And somebody jumped on this thing and he was like, oh, yeah, I'm glad he's dead, stupid drink driver. And I commented, I said, look, mate, I know that you're always, you're always looking for the wind up because he's just one of them people that's like that. But actually... That's not acceptable. There's a time and a place for this sort of thing. Um, if you don't respect him, fine, but move on and let other people grieve for him in their own way. Um, and he just come back at me and kept coming back at me. And then at one point during a, an argument that ensued, he, he says, um, oh, you think this is all a laugh, but I'll be laughing and if, I hope your kids get 
running by a drunk driver and then we'll see who's laughing or something to that effect. And like the second that anybody brings my kids into something, like I'm quite calm. I don't get into fights. I'm not a fighter as anybody who actually watched that eventual fight would uh, corroborate. But um, (laughs) I, you know, I saw him out. I'd had quite a lot of beer anyway, and I tried to calm down and I couldn't, I couldn't get those words out of my head. You, I hope your kids get killed by a drink driver. I'll be laughing as it happens. And I just, I initially I went over to speak to him about it. I just said, I wonder if you just want to repeat to my face what you said on Facebook or are you just giving it the keyboard warrior? Oi, you want to say that again? <laughs> I said, do you want to say it again to my face? And you're going, what? What's your problem? And I said, you know what my fucking problem is. You know what you fucking said to me. And if you don't know what you said to me, you definitely shouldn't have fucking well said it. And he's like, I don't get what your problem is. And I told him what he'd said. And he goes, yeah. And I would. And then it ended up in a fight. And But like, I'm not a fighter, but everything just boiled over me so much that to the point I just, I couldn't control myself. Like it was just, I think when your kids come into it, it's just that much more personal. And even people like were going, what the fuck was that about? And I tell them, they go, oh yeah, fair enough. Like, as soon as you see kids, that's it, isn't it? It's like, mm. as much as there are souls. Oh yeah. And our kids really are at the minute, but oh, mm-hmm. you know, even the well-behaved one, Aurora, she's an arsehole. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> Little whingy shit. But, you it's know, they're mine and I love them and they're my arseholes. And I'm an yeah. arsehole and you're an arsehole. That's why they're arseholes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just love the fact that you came home and you were sort of sitting there and you had your mate in the garden and you were like, looking really down. I'm like, oh man, I've got to tell her. I've got to tell her what's happened. And you told me and you were like, yeah, I got, I got into this fight with this guy and it was sort of just all swinging fists and nothing really happened to that. And I was like, oh, why'd it happen? Oh, he said this about our kids. Huh? Fair one. He's like, oh my God, I thought you'd be so angry. I was like, nah, that's absolutely fine. <laughs> I just made that for backup, like, oh my God, she's going to kick off. Well, no, nope, understandable. Didn't want you thinking I was like fucking Harrison Biological Father. <laughs> wow, that's another another story. Oh my God, time. that's a complete podcast another episode. We could do a series. We could do, but we let's, won't. <laughs> let's not. Let's not. Um, happy thought. For this week. Happy thought. Hmm. I think I mean, I'm trying to come up with one that won't be the same as yours because I think most of us. I don't have a happy thought. I'm so angry by politics and stuff going on in America and fucking yeah. Right. So you don't have a happy thought. No, I don't. I'm angry. No. Yeah, I do have a happy thought. I was gonna fucking say. So me and Andrea went to. Um, a lovely little place called Bakewell. I have a Bakewell the size of my head. <laughs> it was all, it was an idea that I got quite a while ago, and it was supposed to be for Andrew's birthday, but we had lockdown, and it just kind of rolled on, and, and things got in the way, and eventually I got some money behind me, and I committed, and I just went, right, that's it, we're going. Um, so this weekend was the weekend that we picked, and we went, and it was absolutely lovely. Like the Bakewell itself was brilliant. Um, the place um, we went to, like the this. original shop where Bakewell tarts were invented by accident, weirdly. Um, 
by someone called Mrs. Wilson. It's like it was made for me. And we went and bought cake and I bought big bakeware and we looked around all the shops and stuff and stayed in a little, well, a massive farmhouse a couple of miles out and just had a nice relaxing weekend. Yeah, it was really nice. It was lovely. And we basically, we, we hired a B&B for the cost of what you'd pay for a travel lodge. And we... Stayed managed, by some cows. We basically stayed in like a a farmhouse and we had more or less half a house to ourselves so we had our own little living room and Real we had fire. A, an open fire on and we had all the food and the drink and the tv to ourselves and a sofa and i just sat and drank wine dinner. and read my book it was just it was just brilliant it was just i loved it <gasps> i found a telephone box full of books it was just like a telephone it was like a tardis library it was great so i took a book and put a penny in the box um, so, so I think, yeah. all right. So, you lost me a little bit with that one because you asked me for a penny, and I, I, I assumed that there was a note inside the post. It said, "Donations that's... welcome." You fucker! <laughs> <laughs> he came up with a literal penny and was like, "There you go." Yeah, but you said, "Can I have a penny?" It wasn't me going, "Oh, well, this is the only amount that I would deem." Oh it. well, no. Well, who knows? The book might only be worth one penny. I feel like it's probably worth more. Like even a bad book is probably worth at least a quid, surely. Absolutely not. Now we're going to have to go back to Moniash, whatever it's called. Yeah, Moniash. Moniash, and fucking give them at least another 99p. Absolutely. And there was just a random carrier bag of men's health magazines someone had left on the floor as well. Like, here's some books on my shitty magazines I don't want. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. It's just a shame. It was very happy, but I have felt very down about everything going on in America right now. And I know it shouldn't get to me because I'm not there, but it gets to me and it seems like it's a very scary place at the minute. So that's sad. That's my sad thought for the week. Um, With all the whole Black Lives Matter movement and and just it's just awful over there, isn't it? It's really not good. It's not nice that people are dying. and That's sad. My happy thought is definitely going away this weekend. It was it was lovely. It was lovely. It was really, really nice. I need to stop letting these things affect me so much because I literally could cry. And also, there's the whole thing about, you know, circles of control. And to mm-hmm. be honest, you, as much yeah. as you want to live any kind of um, good and virtuous life and stuff, like, you can't control what's in America mm, you can only control yeah, like the only things that we can control are the situations that yeah and mm. you know we can raise our kids to be good honest people that see people for their actions and not the colour of their skin and that is absolutely our intention was completely what we are going to be about as when parents. you last got your hair cut in Northampton and I took the kids over and we did a bit of shopping there was a book about Rosa Parks and I literally stood there and one of the kids was like I don't know what that is and I was like let me tell you who Rosa Parks is. <laughs> I was all about that. I am that mum. <laughs> and I will continue to do so. Which is absolutely fine as well. Like, let's yeah. not get away from the fact that, you know, mm. but you, you, we, we can't. We, we, you, there's so much injustice and evil in the world. And this is something, uh, something that is evident in the theme of the way the podcast has, has been and stuff like that. Yeah. You can't, you cannot give yourself that 
energy you can't devote yourself to that because like you can stand for what you stand for and you can be involved in things locally but you can't can't control the world no, no. so now even if you could even if you're in a position of power you still have people telling you you're doing it wrong that's mm-hmm. oh, true so. yeah okay i think we're done um it is the time is quarter to 11 how do you feel about the film was? oh is you don't even think that's a great oh, right. This has literally been a bedtime story this time. Mm. The big secret, the trade secret behind Ben's bedtime stories is that we normally film it about half, record about half nine. <laughs> I'm normally on FIFA playing competitive online games and stay up for another two hours afterwards anyway. And now we're so not it's not tonight. strictly a bedtime no. story. But today is very it's close a bedtime to a bedtime story. story. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, feel privileged. Maybe I will just go back to watching dogs on TikTok. Also, if you've gotten this far into the podcast and not turned well it off, done, you. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank <It's> you <laughs> for listening. This has been Ben's bedtime stories. We're going to do a professional goodbye, and you're not going to be gross. Okay. What are we going to do? Well, I mean, this is the sort of conversation we need to have before the podcast, really, really because I've got nothing. Okay. Right. Except um, wind. <laughs> oh, for God's sake! Stop. <laughs> Let's do a nice tune. Oh, hang on. (laughs) Good night.